Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots, episode 233. We are glad that you are along with us today. I'm Chris Danielson, along with my best friend and bride. What's wrong? You're counting episodes like the Rain Man. <laughs> How many straws just fell on no, the that's, floor? That's kind of All a podcasting right. thing. Congratulations. Hey, if, episode if, 233. If you're one of the new people that have found this because your friend said tune into these people, uh, we are terrestrial broadcast people, former morning show hosts, former talk show hosts. We don't know how to do podcasts. I've learned that podcasts, they count their episodes and they tell longer stories because it's not about just doing radio breaks and bada bing, bada boom, you move on. It's about taking people on a journey. And for us, we're the Bible idiots and we don't apologize for trusting the Bible as our final authority on earth. So there's always going to be what we call a spiritual flip where we at least get into God's word sometime throughout the podcast. Now, Emily is a little road weary today because <laughs> uh, we we pounded pavement, man. We were making rather merry. Making That's tracks too. Yeah. It was a wonderful holiday. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving as well. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't going to take that anywhere. You were just going to... She, but you can't see I'm her. I'm wishing you a Thanksgiving. A happy, but she, hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. With yeah. her eyes went like, say something. <laughs> You're just looking at me like deer in the headlights. Well, I thought you were going to do like something. Like a on turkey that. on Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, coming up on our midweek long form teaching program, I did a message a week ago uh, on Sunday, which was about prayer. And I can't wait to share that with you. So that's been on my heart a lot. So here's what we really tried to intentionally do on this trip. We tried to ask God for certain things. And then when he provided them, make sure that we were thankful and went to him with a thankful heart. It was, after all, Thanksgiving, a little on the nose. (laughs) Well, it wasn't wasn't a focus on asking him for things. And then, you know, when the when there's a check in the box, give it wasn't that. It was a focused um, mentality on answered prayer. Like we we focus on our prayers and what we're needing and what we're what saying. We're asking. And it's almost as though once those prayers are answered, out of sight, out of mind. We yeah. forget them so quickly. And so what, quickly. what are we talking about asking for things and receiving? We're talking about we had an 11 and a half hour drive on Tuesday. Could we do the whole drive, or would the geezer rigor mortis set in? Sciatic nerve. <laughs> yeah, I can't walk. <laughs> Can we go to a hotel? I can't make it. We both get out of the car now, going. Ugh. Yeah, but we made it, and we, we made it in, in good time, and, and it was a good trip. And yeah. there was no incidents. God answered that prayer. We asked Him for that prayer for safety and no issues. We also yes. asked that the, our our kids on the way to Thanksgiving would have no airplane issues. They didn't. They landed just fine. Yeah. Um, our daughter from and our two granddaughters and our son in law from Mississippi also had a, to make an eleven hour drive to Michigan, and they begged off. On Tuesday, they texted and said, "We can't make it." They're in the middle of selling or buying a house and mm-hmm. moving and all that stuff, so you know how that goes. And my son, across from his front yard, there's a community, you know, neighborhood soccer field. And I had been asking God that it would be great if I could play with my seven-year-old granddaughter to play some soccer over there. And she's not going to come now. I mean, it's just, it's not happening. It was sad. And then Wednesday night, they surprised us. 
they somehow ding dong and i'm like did you set it up did you lie to us to like set up the surprise and my daughter's like no we really on tuesday couldn't make it on wednesday things changed and we just jumped in the car and they coordinated it with my daughter-in-law my son's wife and they'd surprised us my daughter-in-law sitting on the floor and the doorbell rings she's like i ordered fro uh foam fromo <laughs> what was it called froze froyo froyo yeah <laughs> FOMO's like totally different. That's fear of missing out. She said she ordered some frozen yogurt and that was DoorDash at the door. Yeah, yeah. And I opened it up and it's my daughter, two granddaughters, and son-in-law who were not going to be there. So the next day... We went and bought a soccer ball and went out and we played. And you know what I did yeah. that night? I was just praising God for giving me that opportunity. Yeah. And here's the thing. I would have praised him anyway, even if we, we couldn't. Well, let's back up a little bit. I mean, even because, if Quinny didn't show up, if yeah. her mom didn't bring her and we didn't get a chance to play soccer, I would have still been praising God right? anyway. Praise him when it rains. Praise him when it doesn't rain. You know what I'm saying? I do. But let's back up a little bit to the, the actual story because... We were in the mindset that they weren't going to be there. There were little pangs of sadness at times, like when we'd walk out the front door and there's the soccer field and it was just kind of like, oh, we're not going to be able to play soccer. And that was, you know, it's okay. It's a great Thanksgiving anyway. So, but we were in that mindset that they weren't going to be there. And so uh, our daughter-in-law said, I'm going to order some frozen yogurt. They'll deliver it to the door. The doorbell rings. She's sitting on the floor and she's like, yeah. Chris, will you get that? I ordered Froyo. Yeah. See, so it, right it was all time. planned out. It was all <laughs> planned out that 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 they were going to have you or me answer the door, and I was comfy on the couch. So, I have to be you standing. Know, yeah, you were standing. So could you get that? So you open the door, and again, you're in that mindset of oh, frozen yogurts here. <laughs> So everyone's standing out of the porch. The kids and and, uh, our son-in-law are kind of like off to the side. And our daughter's standing there. Now, mind you, she's all bundled up head to toe. This is Michigan. It's very cold outside. So she has a hat. She has her coat. And she's all bundled up. And Chris is expecting yogurt. And so when he opens the door, there's this long pause and it's not registering our daughter put it that you started buffering yeah for she's a little like while. i said hello and dad started buffering <laughs> yeah, so and after- i'm like hi i mean she looked like a DoorDash delivery driver to me well after a few moments of like where's my yogurt i guess she says hi like hi dad and it still didn't register to you you're like uh hi where's my yogurt <laughs> And then it hit you, yeah. and the kids started jumping up and down. It was now, that whole buffering funny. took three or four seconds, but it felt like an eternity. Yeah, it And did. my daughter had brand new glasses on, a green True. stocking hat on, and she's lost about 25 pounds since I th- saw her last. She looks great. She's going to try to do some modeling and acting, I think, in her future. But I didn't recognize my own daughter for like three seconds. I know, seconds. I know. It's kind of funny. We all had a good laugh at Dad's expense. Yes. So and then I was- made this weird sound this yeah of course they videoed it and then you know put it on social media so uh when it when it finally occurred to him you sounded kind of like an alligator on a deer or something i don't know I don't an know. antelope either and, way it was a great it was a great 
Somebody might have had their radio loud when you did that. that would have, sorry, we're sorry. Sorry. So sorry. It's another reason why never use siren sound effects, future radio broadcasters. It doesn't work for your commuters. Sirens or alligators on an antelope. Yes. And Both for every TV sounds. show producer out there, would you quit putting doorbells in your episodes and commercials? My dogs go crazy. Anywho. So the story we want to share with you comes from Thanksgiving, and it is now Friday. And my family doesn't really do the Black Friday. Let's go all go out and get all materialistic. Uh, nothing against if you went out and made some savings. God bless you. Got you know real happy. But we decided to play games instead. And had a my, lot of fun. My son has this Oculus game, and if you don't know what Oculus is, it's a headset that is virtual reality, and it's a video game console basically. And you have two handheld units that you then control. And the one game that Emily we videoed Emily in her wheelchair, literally playing Star Wars at Christmas time last year. So we broke out the Oculus and Jake said, look, there's this brand new game we have and I don't know the official name of the game. All I know is it's Diffusing Bombs. Mm -hmm. And you're in this room and I mean, you really, when you have the headset on, you feel like you're in this room. You have five minutes to defuse the bomb. Now here's the thing. Everybody that's in the room, they can't see the bomb. They can't, all you can do is explain to them the different modules on the bomb, and you have to go to a website and download a 29-page manual, and well, so it's kind of heady, you know? It is. It's it's a communications game. So the person wearing the Oculus that's actually going to be diffusing the actual bomb is looking at the bomb. Nobody else can see the bomb. Everybody else is looking at the manual. So the person wearing the Oculus is describing what they see. And as they're describing what they see, we have to figure out what kind of bomb it is and then give him directions. So then, uh, you know, we have to explain to him what to do on this bomb that we cannot see. (laughs) So it's really an intense game. Of course, it's on a timer. The bomb is ticking. And let's just say tensions get high. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's, it's counting it's down from five it's minutes. Fun. I'm gonna we, blow up. I'm gonna my blow first up. bomb that I was able to actually defuse because the first two we blew up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we finished with 16 seconds left. And let me tell you, that's that's some anxiety, exhilarating adrenaline is, right yeah. there. And so there's a 29-page manual that you scroll on on your phone. And I've got my son-in-law, my daughter, my daughter, and Emily all, and my son, they're all on the manual. So you describe the module. And like there's like either four wires, five wires, or six wires on right. this module. What I mean is a little square on this bomb. Right. There's six squares across, and three are active. Uh, for me, they, right. you can go four, five, or six, but they weren't going to let me try to defuse a bomb with six modules. I only got to do the one with three. Right. And even then, we, like I said, we blew up twice. And, right. <laughs> and so, I, anywho. Yeah, yeah, every bomb that you get is different. And so you have to describe it in great detail. Different colors, different numbers, different symbols. You're even looking yeah. for serial numbers at Yeah, if the times. serial number ends in an odd number, you, yeah. then this is how you you know click that to move how that How many module. wires there are, what colors. The wire. It's very detailed. Right. Very detailed. So, so there's uh, another little symbol area. And if you push the symbols in the correct order, which your team has to figure out by the manual then a little green light goes on Uh and so if you get all three of your green lights to go on the bombs diffused you won the round like i said we did that with 16 seconds left in (laughs) one of my rounds was saved um (laughs) and the 
main module that they have every time is the wires. And there's four wires. Now, I hope this story isn't boring. People are like, what are they talking about? <laughs> um, this module has four wires, five wires, or six wires. So you have to tell the team what colors are the wires and how many wires there are. Then they go to the chart on their phone on page seven of the manual that's for wires. And then they tell you which wire to cut. Right. And so I looked at it and I said, five wires, there's five wires. Then I'm like, no, 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 no. I see a black, a white, and then red, 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 red. I see four reds. So, you know, and they're like, dad, that's six. I'm like, that's what I said, six. <laughs> and they're like, no, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> so I, anyway, we got through, we diffused the bomb. Yeah. Because when there's four red wires and only, and no yellow wires, and you cut the black wire. So I cut the black wire. Ta-da, we won. Well, that began the process of, did I actually say there were six wires? No, you told us there were five. Because this was a big confusion part of the game. Yeah, everybody's they, yelling at someone. Yeah, because if you clip the wrong wire, you get an X. And on the right. third X, the bomb strikes. blows up. Yeah, if you do so something I, wrong, you get a strike. I had two strikes clipping the wrong wires and then finally clipped the right one and defused the bomb. But here's the thing. I'm positive I told them that it was six wires after I made the initial mistake of five. Unfortunately, nobody to a person will testify to that. <laughs> None of them. No one will testify. No one. Like, this is some gangster mafia yeah. thing. I ain't going to testify on his behalf. I've got the Oculus on. I can't see them. But in my mind, I see Emily doing charades to my kids. Like, let's let's punk him. <laughs> Not possible. No. I said, uh, oh, I said like five times, look, it's black, white, red, 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 red. Right. And then that's when my daughter yelled, Dad, that's six. I'm like, that's what I said. It's six, not five, six. And so that became the running joke then for the rest of the Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Was six wire dad. Yeah. Six wire dad. How many dad. wires do you see, Dad? Yeah. Five wire, so. six wire, seven wire. Yeah. And and that joke carried into other games that we played. It was really <laughs> uh, kind of funny. But you know what? It goes to the point where, you know. And I don't want to be six wire dad. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be that guy? I joke. I, we we uh, had a lot of fun. Yeah, we really did. But it gets back to the fact where, I mean, one of two, only one of two things happened. Either you said there were six wires and we didn't hear it or understand it, which is not very likely, or uh, you thought you said it, but you didn't. Either way, the five people in the room did not hear your statement that there were actually six wires. We kept operating in the fact that there were five and it makes a to that gives you a totally different bomb and you yeah. have to do different things. And, so and we when were, we're not missing. diffusing it, everybody, the tensions rose. Let me just put it there. <laughs> yeah. In a fun game playing family holiday kind of right, way, if right, you have that. Right. So because this was such a big thing to everybody where they just kept making, you know, I, I went out to the cooler to get a water out, you know, where my son had the, the beverages outside. Yeah. And, you know, my son follows me out there. And, he, and again, it's just my daughter comes out and then it's six wire dad again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So it just kept going on to the point where we finally, me and my daughter, sat down and hashed through it. Uh -huh. And here's what she believes happened, and which okay. is probably, I said five wires to start, and I never actually went back and said six wires. I just kept counting them out loud. Right. You know, saying right. red, red, right. red, red. Right. And, you know, and then, you know, instead of, 
and there then, are six. Then we got on six wires. We we diffused it, but I had to go to the scriptures yeah. <laughs> about communication. Yeah. And when you're ripping on dad on six wire dad, remember Proverbs sixteen twenty four. Yeah. It says, "Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the taste." And health to the body, Ooh. even if you are six-wire six dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love it, though? I mean, God's word is is so much more dependable than our thoughts or what we think we heard or what we think we said. It's so good to be able to go to God's word and know that he said what he means and he means what he said. There's, yeah. there's no guesswork. There's no mistake. It's there for us to go back and refer to anytime that we want to. Yep. Um, and so we are wearing the Oculus looking at the bomb and we have the instruction manual right there in front of us as well. Well, we then had six, or I'm sorry, we had 11 hours and 15 minute drive home where we could talk about six wire dad. Mm -hmm. And our conversation, you know, again, this is all happy. I mean, no one's mad. No, no, no. no, there, no. There, there, we didn't have you one ounce of- You just started screaming because it's so yeah, intense. Yeah, in a gameplay you know? way. I mean, we we never had, there's never was one crossword between anybody in the family the whole weekend. And, and joyfully, Emily and I driving home for 11 <laughs> hours started talking about it. And we started discussing, look, this communication thing is a lot of times when people will hear somebody at church say something, mm -hmm. or they'll hear a preacher say something, or they'll go and watch a video and they'll try to glean something from it. And sometimes you get what was intended and sometimes you don't. Right. True. Very and I think true. about why it's important for us to encourage everybody. Always, if you're always encouraging, guess what? I think it has a stickier feel, the encouragement does, mm -hmm. than the harder teachings. Right. But the harder teachings, you still can't throw those out. No, no. But when you go to Hebrews 3.13, it says, but encourage each other daily while it is still called today, so that none of you is hardened by sin's deception. Oh, very good. Cut the cut, cut the yellow wire, Dad, the yellow wire. <laughs> which, one? which one? There's two. No, there's no yellow wires. <laughs> one black, one white, four red. That adds up to six in my yeah. book. <laughs> cut which the fourth is, wire. Fourth from the top or fourth from the bottom? Which is what I said. <laughs> No, you didn't say it. You didn't say it. <laughs> so it's the same thing. Jesus is our Lord and Savior. We talk about being sinners in need of salvation. And we always want to, you know, a Christless eternity. And don't you want to add Jesus to your life? And it's like, that's not the gospel. The gospel is you are sinful. You deserve death. You deserve <laughs> hell. You do. So do I. So does Emily. I know. But that's know. the good news. Jesus came, lived the perfect life, died the sacrificial death, gives it to us freely. And what do we do? We surrender our lives to that because we know that the life to come trumps anything that this world has to offer. And it makes it easier to go through this life because your circumstances don't dictate your joy, even though hard things still come to Christians. It's a sinful, fallen world. Why do good things, why do bad things happen to good people? It's not, that's not the point. We live in a fallen world in need of a savior and we have one. Let's communicate that joyfully and effectively going into 2022 as we wrap up fourth quarter between now and Christmas and celebrate the first advent, the coming of the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ. Final thoughts, Emily, and we're uh, out of here today. Yeah, when you think about the fact that God loved us and redeemed us in no part because of anything that we had done. Yeah. I mean, we were just in rebellion. 
complete rebellion and he still did what we I mean there was nothing wonderful about us there was nothing valuable about us that he should save us you know what I mean right it is completely an act of love on his part and it's really you know when you when you say why do bad things happen to good people um there are no good people there are no good people the only good in you is the good that Jesus brings so uh, that's why the question should be, why do good things happen to bad people? That's that's the question. Call so, you're an upbeat lady. Uh, be <laughs> joyful in yes. your celebra- yes. and celebrate, celebrate your redemption in Christ Jesus. When you really tune in to what's actually happening in the spirit world and in your life and what's going on around you, and you realize that you are saved from death and that you have this incredible eternal life because of no no act of your own it just gets you fired up man gets you excited and you start asking god for little things and start praising him when he gives them to you and it's not let me have a new car let me get the promotion it's not that it's the safety we have today the 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 well-being we, we have live in, yeah. the daily bread that you consume that's yeah. you know, there's it's just a different mindset and i am classic not content in my circumstances kind of guy But then God started a good work in me years ago, and it's just getting better and better and better. And that was my big step forward with Thanksgiving this year. All right, very good. Hey, drop a line to us. My email's in the upper left-hand corner at BibleIdiots.com. Keep an eye out for the long-form midweek teaching this week. It's on prayer, and we will see you in a week right here on the Bible Idiots Podcast. On behalf of my best friend, Brian. Oh, 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 wait. I don't want to be the first to say Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, I can say do that, that now. now, yeah. <laughs> On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today. Heart your tree. <laughs> Fa-la-la-la-la. La-la-la-la. And go and serve your king.